Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and hello, everybody. The reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are lucky enough to be in over 20 countries at the moment, and people are listening to us all over the place, right across the world on uh, Podcast City. Thank you to Ron for helping us with podcasting it so you can listen to it at any time. Or on Radio Italia Uno every Monday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. live. And we're coming at you or to you from Adelaide. And today I just want to say thank you. I had a couple of very interesting messages last week. And even over the weekend I checked the emails and I had a couple of emails just to say that there was a chap overseas who heard an idea that we were talking about here with one of our guests and then he heard the podcast again and he was listening to it with another friend of his and and her friend said why don't we do that here and surprisingly enough they started talking about it and within a couple of weeks they're doing what the guys here were doing and what our guests were talking about and they've started a business and now with less than a month they're making a huge profit and, and it's fantastic. And there, there's somebody in Africa that heard what we were talking about about three months ago, over three months ago, matter of fact, and they were saying how just by sharing the idea with somebody else, the guy says, oh, what are you talking about? And he said, well, look, I don't really understand it. He said something like that. And all of a sudden he said, well, let's go and see if we can find it. And they were trying to find the podcast that he was talking about, but they were listening to a couple of others to try and find it because he couldn't remember where it was. But by listening to that, the two of them, again, found other information. They thought, wow, this is fantastic. Let's go back and listen to it. Eventually, they found the podcast he was particularly talking about, and they're working on a couple of projects together now. And the guy, if you remember two months ago already, <laughs> we were talking to the guy in Turkey. We were talking to a guy in Turkey, and it was 3 o'clock in the morning in Turkey while we were doing this in the morning here. And he is actually from Africa, but he's studying at the university in Turkey and in Istanbul. And he was talking to one of his mates. He said, oh, last night I stayed up and did this, this, this. And the guy says, you're crazy. He said, yeah, well, it was interesting enough. And his friend in Turkey said, oh, when it comes out, I want to hear the podcast. And then he listened to the podcast. And now there's a group in Turkey from the university who have been listening to our programs quite regularly and they're sharing ideas. And the guys in Africa that started the business together have started it and some guy in India and another guy, I think, in Asia as well, are working together. So there's people in three different countries working together on an idea that we were talking about on the program. So, you know, I just want to say, good thing about this show is not us. <laughs> really, it's not. It's the guests that we have, you know. And the guests we have are obviously all business people or in business or working on a business or working together for some some reason. And funny enough, today, the two guests we have are the same. The two people in, in well, you know, the same. Quite the same. We same are one. Yeah, yeah. They, they look yeah. a lot alike. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to say hello to Matt because Matt's hey, here with us. Hey, how you us. doing? Ron, of course, is doing the podcast and a friend that I've known for a long time, which is Scott Stuns. So welcome, Scott. Hello, Peter. How yeah. are you? Yeah, good. Thank you for coming in. Scott, Hello, is, a, Hello, Scott is a magician and a, and a comedian and a, a great entertainer, been around for a long, long time in Adelaide. And of course, he's brought along one of his other friends that I also had the pleasure to meet some time back, Jamie Ramzan. 
And uh, Jamie is known as the Jamie the Subtle, Subtle. Deceiver. And Jamie the Subtle Deceiver, they... Is that your nickname with the ladies or <laughs> on give the too stage? I too many things away, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I didn't so know. both these gentlemen are actually magicians yeah. and they both do slightly different things. But again, we're talking about how people have been forced to come together sometimes because of the COVID, because of situation changes or whatever. And these guys have put a show together and Jamie works with an organisation here in Adelaide where he puts a, a whole lot of shows together and regularly with comedians and also with other magicians. Yeah. And at the moment... It works hard, Jamie does. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, and Scott has been putting shows together for a long, long time. And Scott's been putting shows together. And now Jamie and, and Scott have put together a show with another four very talented magicians. And it's called M is for Magic. So, Scott, tell yeah. us about it. How did this come about? You know, like, because what we want to know is... How it came about and then mm -hmm. why you guys are working together because yep. that inspires other people in other countries, in other states or other people who listen yep. to the program say, hey, gee, that's what I should be doing. Mm. Yes, of course. Yeah, look, all of my ideas are formed just by sitting in my office at home, a.k.a. <laughs> Um, Kentucky. Yeah, just sitting on my couch, really. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was approached by Ross from Adapt Enterprise saying that, you know, he wanted us to do a show. He's putting this festival together at the end of July. And uh, I sat there and I thought, well, I don't really want to do my own show. I thought, how about I get a few magicians together and we do a show like The Illusionist, which is the one of the biggest touring magic shows in the world. And ours is obviously on a lot smaller scale, but we thought, you know, uh, and we've all known each other for a very long time. So Jamie, Steve, Ryan and myself, mm -hmm. and we all each have a different sort of style that we've performed. So yeah. uh, Jamie is the mind reader. Steve's a little bit of comedy and sleight of hand as well. Uh, Ryan's uh, fantastic at manipulation, card manipulation, mm -hmm. and contact juggling, and yep. and I, I just, I just, yeah, <laughs> you I just had to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you just uh, happen to do be there and do well. I've seen you yeah, perform before. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Don't put yourself down. <laughs> no reasons. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So it all, all came together, and you know, the name was sort of tossed around a little bit, like trying to figure out a really good name for the show. Didn't want to sort of keep it just limited to Adelaide, because mm -hmm. uh, you know we we thought about doing this interstate, so calling it Adelaide Magicians probably. Yeah. May not work so well, so we wanted to especially of in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of yeah just came up with that, and uh, and that's the end end result. Excellent, yeah. excellent. So M is for magic. At the moment, there's four great Adelaide magicians mm -hmm. get together. And Jamie, how long have you been doing magic? You know, just to uh, give people an idea. You know, no, okay, like, hold on. Yeah, uh, no, okay, long time. Yeah, close to twenty years. Yeah, I've been doing it for quite a while. Yeah, got my start by a friend, and then I met two. Very well-known magicians from the ASM, Adelaide. Right. So, yep. Strange Society of Magicians here in Adelaide and got my start selling magic down at the port. Fair enough. Fisherman's Wharf Markets. Yeah. Which you sold me a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good man. <laughs> Best so, customer. So the, the reason why I'm asking you this, because magic is one of those things that a lot of people are interested in. Also, a lot of people want to get inspired to, to start. Mm -hmm. And most people are, are inspired as young people that, and they're seeing somebody perform and think, wow, how'd you do that? 
you know, and, and I know myself and a lot of other people, that's how they started. They might only learn one or two tricks and then they do those for the rest of their lives or or they might want to learn more and more and more. Is that the same thing with you? Because what we're trying to do, people listening to this podcast from all over the world now, we want them to also get inspired by what you guys, what inspired you, see? I, I think I actually got inspired by what I find a lot of people tell me is grandparents. My grandfather showed me the first trick I ever saw. Okay. Mm. And that was, it was a, a card trick and then he showed me the the old broken restored match in the handkerchief. Oh yes, yeah. I showed me that. That's and the first I one I saw. I had no idea how he did it for the longest yeah. time and I was about 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know, like a lot of people don't know what the resources are Yes. to be able to go and learn magic. Yes. It, if you go to your local library, Dewey yeah. Decimal System 793. something, yeah, you'll find the magic section. Yeah. There's always a magic book in a, in a library that you can find and get started with. So for me, it was just, it's always been a childhood thing. And I just worked as hard as I could to find the resources. I was lucky mm-hmm. enough to have two very, very good mentors as well. Excellent. Um, and, and having mentors is, yep. is a good way to guide you into not so just doing magic, but working. Yeah, so basically somebody showed you a trick and or uh, performed the trick for you yep. and then later on thought you had yeah. to do it. Then I had, yeah, I, yeah. it was a lifelong goal to Learn more. <laughs> be a magician, to right. be David Copperstein. And, and Scott, yourself, what, what inspired you? So uh, so I grew up in a small country town and yep. there was hardly anything to do uh, yeah. in there. And one of my friends just borrowed a book from the library and he said, check this out. I had really no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. But he showed me something from that book and I was just like, okay, that's interesting. And so then we just worked together and, and I just took the book and started. There was another book. It was a small country town and the public library was also the high school library. So yep. I kept reborrowing this book so yep. nobody could go in there and, <laughs> Get and it. figure it out. So I went into a talent show at school. I sucked at that. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, just from there, it just eventuated and and uh, my passion grew even more and more so yeah well i remember seeing you the first time was at the magicians on the uh, theberton there mm-hmm. and i remember you came from the barossa uh, coming down and there was a couple of other people out that side of town as well okay so that's how f- far back i remember yeah you so seeing you there and you were quite talented at the time mm. and I, and i remember speaking to you say yeah because you were keen, you know, yeah. you were very keen. Mm. And, and that's what uh, I've noticed about you. And you, you've kept that keenness up, mm. you know, yeah. so that's, that's really good. Because the buzz of performing, the buzz yeah. of entertaining and, and stuff, that's what, really mm. what it's all about. And I think that today, more than ever before, it's easier that you don't have to go to a library. Because, you know, in some of the countries we're talking about or talking to, they mm. may not have as many libraries or as, yeah. as easy. But most people, even in uh, other you know, countries, they do have some access to a computer mm. or some access, like when we started, you used to have to go to a, a shop where they had computers, or, you know, or a restaurant where they had computers or, yeah. you know, whatever they called them those days, the computer stores, mm. you know, and you can uh, go on the computer and see it. But today on your mobile phones and all those other things, yeah. you can get information about magic and those absolutely. sort of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a double-edged sword, mm. unfortunately, especially for... In our trade, if someone wants to learn 100%, they can jump online, they can see how to do the trick. Someone's going to teach them a tutorial. At the same time, someone comes to a show and goes, I want to know just how that trick was done because of their ego. Yes. They can still find that out. Yes. And that kind of, 
you know, it ruins it, especially if they're going to go spoil well, it for everyone else. You know, it's like years ago there was a, a few years ago there was a, a big thing on television around the world about unmask the magicians and mm. show people how yeah. to do it. You know, exactly. and they used to I show a lot of tricks from him. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there was that's, a that's there was a whole show, act. and then and then what happened was a lot of people said, "Oh, aren't you upset about it?" And some of them said, "Yeah, they should never have done the show." Blah 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 blah. But then on the other hand, what it did, it made magicians pick gotcha. themselves up and go, hey, I've got to improve mm. because everybody's doing the same trick. And I know magicians yep. in Australia and uh, when I've travelled overseas and they're still doing the same trick that I learnt when I was a kid, you know, mm. and, and they're still doing it the same way. Yep. They haven't even changed the pattern. They haven't upgraded it. They haven't mm. uh, tried to put another twist in it or yep. whatever. Yep. And a lot of the tricks that I see, it's the same old trick. David Copperfield got a trick and that you put a pencil through a piece of paper and, and ended up saying, hey, I can use that and walk through a wall. Mm. So he walked through the Great Wall of China. But when you look at that, it's a very simple little box trick that, you know, he made yeah. it huge. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, all the techniques in magic are generally the same and, yeah. you know, somebody might do the same trick. But it's not about the secret and how it's done. It's, it's how you present it, what you say, mm. how you stand how you interact with the crowd. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my close-up, I do close-up magic and I do stage magic. Yep. I'm not the most technical advanced guy in the world. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I have to really up my skill with, you know, patter and banter and yep. and things like that. So. Okay, we're going to take a break now because it's gone time, but we'll, we'll come straight back and talk to you guys about that thing, about becoming more professional. Junior e Radioton. Vuoi sostenere anche tu la tua radio del cuore? È semplicissimo. Telefona durante tutto il mese di giugno in ufficio 8212 3177. Oppure in studio all'8212 3599 per donare con la vostra carta di credito. Puoi anche donare sul nostro sito internet www.italia1.com.au Altrimenti passa il radio per un caffè. Il Radioton si concluderà con una cena al Molfetta Club ricca di musica e intrattenimento. Costo 55 dollari a persona. Sabato 3 luglio dalle 18.30. Prenotatevi chiamando all'ufficio di Radio Italia 1 82 12 31 77. Oppure con Angela 0401 598 448. Con Luciana 0421 333 123. Con Fina 0418 812 839. Sostenete la vostra radio del cuore. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. 
My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you, so please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, this is David Heath and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 business with Peter Salerno. Yes, and thank you. Thank you very much. And thanks for listening to our podcast and also to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio. And thank you to all our sponsors. Of course, like I keep saying, please support the people who support us. Our sponsors are here to support our radio station and without them we wouldn't have a radio station and you'd have nothing to listen to. So please support the people that support us. And of course, at the moment we are offering really, really, really good specials on advertising. So if anybody out there wants to advertise their business or a product or a service that you provide, please get in touch with Radio Italia Uno here We're at 265 Sturt Street, 265 in Sturt Street in the city. Come past and say hello. This month of June, we're having a radiothon. So uh, come in, say hello, have a coffee with us and love to see you or, you know, let us know you're coming in. I'll try and be here. Now, Scott is with us and we've also got Jamie with us and we're talking about M is for magic and we're trying to encourage people to work together a lot more, to share ideas and and work out what you're doing in business and how best to do it. And of course, happy business is all about how to be happy in business. Now, here's a couple of guys that have come together and dragged in a couple of others and put a whole show together. So Jamie, tell us a little bit about you and your background a bit more so that people can understand where you're coming from and and more importantly, even a little bit about your cultural background because that's important to everybody who's listening from all over the world and they think, oh yeah, they can do it or we can't. But your background is quite checkered Uh, as well. It's diverse. diverse. Um, For those that don't know, um, so I'm Aboriginal and part Indian as well. Uh, I've got a Fijian Indian grandfather who came over here and a indigenous grandma so for me it was it was difficult i found things difficult especially growing up you know having to face a lot of racism growing up yep. um i became a really introverted person i found music to begin with mm-hmm. um and i've been a professional guitarist for longer than i can count but from that i got a love of performing right and when i got the opportunity to learn magic and and realize like oh, i can actually go out and do this <laughs> and it makes me money yes it's always been there, something that's always been there. I just love being on stage and being able to get up and perform. And, you know, it's like you said, people think they can do it, 100% you can. Well, that's what this show is all about. It's about encouraging people and inspiring people to 
to rise above their circumstances, rise above where they are and improve what they're doing. And sometimes we keep saying the same thing, only you can do it, but you can't right. do it alone. That's 100%. You, you do need someone, to, especially in uh, in business, people have mentors. In yes. magic, more so because of the, the secrecy that's involved to yes. be able to learn to perform, yep. to learn the tricks. You need someone to help you through those. Yep. And someone who's experienced in already being out there doing the work. Yep. Because, yeah. Well, that's the good thing. I mean, today with telephones, you know, radio, communication, Facebook, all these other Zooms and the rest of it, we ask you to contact us. We ask you to contact us, you know, contact the, the show, contact through our Facebook page, Happy Business Radio, uh, Radio Italia Uno. Send me a message. And, and if you want to know more about magic or learn magic, doesn't matter where you are in the world, let us know. If you can contact us, we'll send the information back to you. We'll get you in touch with Jamie. We'll get you in touch with Scott or other people that can help you to improve. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we can help you. That's what I'm all about. And so, you know, Matt and I are both consultants and both work with people and we've both run businesses, you know, big businesses and individual businesses as well as in association with others. And we're here to help you, you know, you that are listening right now. So, you know, coming from a diverse background, like an Aboriginal background and a Fijian Indian background, that's a real mix. <laughs> so naturally, you would have had a lot of hassles growing up in Australia. Like, oh, yeah. Look, you know. no more than, than, I guess, anyone else. I was very lucky. I grew up in a very multicultural neighbourhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Italians, a lot of Serbians and Croatians. So growing up in that, they all suffered the same thing. We were kind of banded together and stuck yep. together. But, yeah, it was, it was more... Finding the outlet for me, performing has always been something that I love doing and being able to get to work towards something like this is with Scott, because Scott and I have worked together on shows in the past. Yep. Um, we ran a variety show years and years ago called Magic Live yep. and that was in Light Square and, and Scott ended up taking that over. Scott's always been good at doing the hard yards and yeah. <laughs> getting everyone together and running stuff. So 100% was happy to jump on board with this when he mentioned he was doing the show. I was like, yes, can I please be involved? Well, know it'll be fun. I've worked with Scott on a couple of different occasions, but uh, also in comparing and other other shows. And the one thing I've I've admired about Scott, he's actually very very good at organising things, and he's very organised. He likes to tick every cross and and dot every I, you know. And that was good. We, we sat down. Do you remember when we were doing those shows? And you said, "Oh, what about this? Who's doing this? Who's doing that?" And, that? and I'm saying, "Scott, it's all right." And he says, "I oh, know. I need to have it." You know. So he's the sort of guy that needs to have all those things dotted and crossed and all the rest of it. I say, no, it's all right, let's go. I'm looking at more the big picture where Scott's good at doing the little in- intricate things. And that's what's good to work with somebody. So, Scott, tell us some more about yourself. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, I started magic at a young age uh, in a small country town and there wasn't a lot of stuff to do up yeah. there. And so... Uh, and, and instead of doing the drugs that they were available, <laughs> That's right, you decided yeah. to do something it, constructive. It was a, yeah, either yeah. that or uh, or um, <clears throat> or do magic, and they were my only two options. So I chose drugs for a little. No, I chose magic. I moved to Adelaide, and uh, I did join the uh, the ASM and the IBM, which yep. is located in in uh, on South Road. Uh, it's an amazing place. It's an old bomb shelter, World War Two bomb shelter. So a lot of uh, magicians from Adelaide and even around the world have yep. actually been there, either just to go down there and attend a meeting or to do a lecture. And, you know, you were mm. talking about how do we learn magic and yeah. a big part is books and other, and down there they have these magic lectures and it's all online now. And we were very fortunate that yeah. in Adelaide we had have a dedicated magic club because I know yeah. a lot of the other guys around Australia don't. Mm. Yeah. Well, sometimes they, they started off, but unfortunately 
egos get in the way, you know. Somebody says, it's my club, my club, my club. And I remember when I first went down there, there was a situation like that. You know, I went down there and I said, who are you? And I said, well, you know, like, I'm Peter. Who are you? And he said, well, I'm so-and-so. I said, well, you know, I've never seen you. He said, well, I've never seen you either. I said, no, because I'm always working. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what happened. And I, I never got to see other magicians yeah. or other yeah. comedians or other clowns unless they're on a, a fair or, you know, a group function, you know. And I ran an agency. Scott knows I ran a company called Dream Promotion for over 25, almost 30 years now. And that I used to give work to a lot of people. But that's how I grew up, you know. Like I, I picked up a few tricks and then I learnt and I... I shared with other people and and that's what you know i know that scott's been doing for a long time now and that's that's what i want to encourage other people listening to this program now how you can work but also you can work with other people to grow yourself and and grow them that's right yeah and this show is we've got different backgrounds uh, different knowledges and that's why we put this together because you know it's not about just getting up there and doing the show there's a lot of work behind the scenes that goes into a, such as you know organizing radio interviews and yeah. different yeah. different uh, <laughs> flyers you know. and posters and yeah. things yeah that's it so yeah and and we we all band together and we all work together to try and work out unique ways to to advertise a show and we've got some exciting ideas coming up down the track and uh, you know it comes with the job as well being a magician you can't just say oh here come to my show we've got to make it yeah. a bit more know here make something of here and and that is what i think the best we came up today with is if you're listening to this you get to we put your name uh if you head over to m4 magicians on facebook m4 magicians if you head over to the facebook page and give us a like and send us a message we'll have a post on there and we'll have our photo of today and you can uh, comment your name down there and we'll give you two free tickets so that was a i think the uh the uh that that's was pretty good. That was a competition. but That's the easiest competition in the world. All 100%. You have to, couldn't do much. All you have to do is go uh, on Facebook, M is for magicians, yeah. and just put your name and details in there, especially if you're in Adelaide. That's right. And we'll even be able to not, send you. Even if you're not, send us a thing, and we'll donate it to somebody else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good thing, uh, like we were talking about yep. earlier, we want to sort of take this around as well. So um, yep. hopefully maybe one day in uh, international as well. Ah, oh, 100% international, yep. but first we'll start with uh, maybe some rural areas. Yep. So what you're saying is you're trying to make an excuse to go to Fiji. Pretty much, <laughs> yes. It, we are. All expenses paid, of course. I, I'd like Look. to just make a couple quick points because there's so much wisdom that you guys are imparting here that it's just, I feel it's, we're just kind of skimming over because there's so much okay. to talk about. I just want to say that I've seen Scott perform and it's great. It's all, it's fun. It's you know, it's not so much like he said. I mean, he didn't make the Statue of Liberty disappear or anything like that. But just it, it's just fun, the interaction. So I would encourage anybody listening that could possibly make it to one of these shows that's on the uh, 23rd, 30th uh, of July and the 29th of July. They're at 6.30 on the previous two, on the 23rd and the 30th, and at 8 o'clock on the 29th of July. But... There's so much interesting in what he's talking about. First thing is, it's obvious that when he performs, and I can't speak about you, Jamie, but I assume you're great because I know the other, I've seen the other two magicians in this show perform, and they're both great too. Yep. So I, I don't think you'd be the weak link. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That's so, why they're there, because so, I am. So, <laughs> but it's obvious that he enjoys what he does. And so many of us don't get to do what we enjoy. And, you know... Scott is a great role model of of profiting from your passion, you know, if I can use a yeah. cheesy term. So cuz he just he he loves what he does and he's able 
to bring that through to other people. And anybody listening should think about that. Don't make the mistake that I made. I, I worked at a job for, th- I worked at, uh, ran my own businesses for 30 years only to make money. I didn't enjoy it, you know, and, and I, I can say that now that I've sold out of them and I'm not going to demotivate any staff, but you know, I, that's the case. So if you choose something that you really love, then you will rise to the top. And it's obvious that he does. The other thing that Scott, that comes through with Scott that doesn't with a lot of performers that I see is he also understands that performing is only part of the business. Okay. And unfortunately, and it's not fair, but this is the world we live in, that it's not the most important part of the business. It's the funnest part, but it's not the most important part. I mean, we were talking the other day and I made the point to Scott of, you know, what's the best known hamburger in the world? It's the Big Mac. Now, uh, hopefully not going to get sued here, but it's not the best hamburger in the world. They're okay, yeah, but they're the best selling. Why? Marketing. Scott understands the marketing part of the business, and he's got to get people in before he can impact them and and, and, and profit from his passion. Yeah. So and, and I, I'm talking too much. I want to yeah. turn it back over to Scott. Well, I was going to say, like, the best thing working with the other guys, and, and J- uh, Jamie included, is, you know, they all have that same passion. Jamie, he said he uh, you worked at a that uh, stall at the Port yeah, Adelaide Markets years ago, and I would always go there. And I actually looked up to Jamie because... <laughs> <laughs> he's taller he is yeah he was at the time (laughs) Mm -hmm. but uh you know i saw the the skills that he had and you know i thought one day i'm never going to be as good as jamie but we all have our own sort of special skills but he's always had that passion for magic and working with him on this show and just being a a good friend with him as well that's just what this makes a difference too that makes a difference too but what i what i noticed about jamie because i've seen him perform only a few times but i've seen you perform lots of times is the fact that because you've performed lots of times, you've done what they call the thousand hours mm. or the ten thousand hours. You yep. know, after being on stage for as long as you have, yep, you develop better and better and better, and you mm. you develop a skill which is yep. automatic. And something will happen in the audience, and you can ab lib very quickly in that sense. You know, yep. and I've seen Jamie do it last time at the club we, where we were at. Mm. You know, and he's going to be there Wednesday night, so I hope yep. to be there. So, look, we're going to have to take another break because this time has just flown. But, you know, like Matt said as well, we've, a lot of pearls of wisdom have come out of this, you know. Mm. So we're not just talking about your show, which is happening on the 23rd, 29th and 30th of July. And please uh, have a look at M is for Magic on Facebook. Get some tickets, get some friends together. It's at the Holden Street Theatre at High Marsh. So Holden Street Theatre at High Marsh, which is 34 Holden Street, High Marsh. So uh, we'll come straight back after these messages from our sponsors. Thank you very much. Yo. Ciao. Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite. Marble. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Granito. Marmo. Caesar Stone. Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 8266-2280. Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. 
Lo sapevi che l'82% delle persone richiama più facilmente il nome di un'azienda vedendolo scritto su carta che in una pubblicità sui social media? Continua a valorizzare i metodi più tradizionali, toccare e tenere nelle proprie mani biglietti da visita, calendari promozionali, cataloghi. Maria Studio Printing è il tuo partner creativo di stampa e di marketing ideale. Si occupano di graphic design, sviluppo web, gestione di stampa, routing CNC e 3D carving, fotografia commerciale e riprese, offrendo consegne nello stesso giorno o entro tre giorni lavorativi. Maria Studio Printing può portare alla luce i tuoi progetti e crescere la tua impresa è facile. Per saperne di più, chiama l'8352-1268. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate. Your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts. Plus, report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Radio Italia Uno, sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Okay, thank you and thank you for all our sponsors and please support the people who support us and Radio Italia Uno is very, very happy to help you to promote your business, your services, any of your products. Please get in touch with us and let us know because we have got some very, very, very good specials on advertising at the moment. And right through the next six months of this year, we're offering some very, very good specials. And thank you to everybody that supports our station. Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio comes to you every Monday from 2 till 3. And of course, on podcast, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. So if anybody wants to do a podcast, Get in touch with Ron from Podcast City Adelaide and he's more than happy to help you out. I know that Ron's been doing some speaking and, and training and helping a lot of other people find out about podcasts and how easy it is to do it or how easy it is for him to do it because <laughs> I'd have no idea. But thanks to him, we get out and about. Now, we've just had Scott and Jamie in here. M is for magic. And of course, if you want to go to the Facebook page, M is for magic, send us your name and address and and details and we'll send you a couple of tickets to their show which is on the 23rd, 29th and 30th of July at Holden Street Theatre which is at 34 Holden Street, Highmarsh. Now our other special guest today just for a quick intro is Bob Moran. Bob Moran, welcome to the program. Thank you Peter. Bob has been an icon in Adelaide and South Australian business. He's ran car yards and multi-car yards and one of the biggest car yard dealers in South Australia. Now Bob, tell us about your business because you were, you were top in the in the business in South Australia for a long, long, long time. Well, uh, where do you start, Peter? Um, yes, we started with nothing and yep. basically ended up with nothing. This has worked. <laughs> um, but um, I look, I just started with a little yard. I was after I uh, worked in the bank and then went into uh, motor cars and mm-hmm. uh, worked as a clerk and did all the registrations and did all that sort of stuff and then decided I needed a bit more than that. Went out and rented a bit of property and got a little overdraft from the bank and things like that and we started um, a little car yard. Yep. But... Being the type of person I was, I just wanted to get 
bigger and bigger and bigger and do things different and better and mm-hmm. anybody else in the family or around me had done and all those sorts of things and got to a point where we were turning over, um, we had a borrowings of about $8 million and uh, 75 full-time staff, did a lot of good fun advertising and uh, yep. you know did very, very well for a for quite a while, although a lot of people believe there's a lot more money in cars than what there really is. Yeah. Um, the, the costs and everything are, are pretty horrific. Um, but back in those days, they were with the interest rates the way they were and all those sorts of things. Today, mm-hmm. it's a lot different, of course, with a much lower interest rate. Yep. But back then also, we had to deal with, or I particularly had to deal with, a number of the oil crises and fuel rationing yes. and all those sorts of things. <laughs> and, and when you had you know hundreds of cars in stock and mostly V8s and six cylinders and things like that. Well, when when you went through those uh, scenarios, prices and values just dropped by 20 30 40%. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you've got all these cars, you're not making any money out of them, you're actually losing money. So, yeah. you know, that happened to me two or three times. You know, you sort of get up and you get down again and up and again and down again and there always seemed to be a hurdle somewhere. Yep. The, the thing about that is when I remember during the 80s, we, we had a... A, a big dinner dance prepared and a, a fundraiser because I've always been involved in fundraising and helping people and the rest of it. And all of a sudden we had some petrol company that wasn't able to provide petrol for that weekend or something or other. Mm. And everybody said, oh, my God, if you don't get petrol now, you'll never get it. And it's going to take months before the petrol comes. And, and the false advertising of the time and the panic buying uh, people were buying right up until close of the service stations. And, and I remember there were service stations just outside the city limits that were allowed to be open all night, but the ones in the city were only open till 6.30 or would have 7 o'clock in the evening and some were till 9. And there were a line-up of cars there and police had to go and redirect the cars away, you know, and people were going down south and up north to, to get to sa- stations that, you know... and. It was total panic. And by Monday morning, there was petrol everywhere, you know. But that weekend, no hotels, everything was closed because they said nobody could drive. And if you drive anywhere, uh, you'd have no petrol for, to go to work next week. And it made it sound like hell had broken loose, you know. Well, that was a minor incident, yeah. I guess, compared to some of the others. Because if you look back and go back to the old days, and we had that six-day war between Israel and mm, Syria yes. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what sort of started it, and that created all sorts of problems. And then, of course, with the other things in Iraq and all that sort of yep. stuff. And, <laughs> and unfortunately for me, I had mostly um, used cars, used so cars. I didn't have all the parts and service departments, departments yep. to back it all up and cover all the other costs. Yep. So, um, so it was a very expensive uh, number of times. Mm. So the thing that is, uh, you know, is important to let our listeners know is that you actually survived for a long time. You ran your business and it ran for a long time for many, many years. And like you said, you went up and down, up and down, up and down, but you kept coming up. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's what I'm trying to inspire other people. You know, Bob, you've got to give credit where credit's due. You did very well. Oh, look, there's no doubt. And, and, you know, I, I and that's what we're trying to encourage other people to do because there are people in other countries now listening to this program yeah. that they could start what you did in other countries. You know, there are countries who are behind us. You know, there are countries who are in front of us. There are other countries who are level with us. But the program that you did and what you did and how you ran it would work really well. We've had Matt here, you know, uh, talking about his business, you know, and he's down, then he went up and he went down and went up. But, you know, he's still on top, you know, yeah. and, and the fact that, it, uh, that you kept going. I think there's a very, 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 very important factor here. And, yep. and I was talking some years ago to probably the second wealthiest man in, in South Australia. Yep. And he agreed with me. And, and the timing yes. of things is a very big factor in what you do. For instance, 
if if people went into business 18 months ago and yeah. brand new business and COVID comes along, all of a sudden they're ruined. They lose yes. the house, they lose everything because yes. they you know they go broke because they get all these guarantees to the banks and all those sorts of things. And and unfortunately, every time I expanded, yep. one of these things that I spoke about <laughs> would happen. So yes. all of a sudden, you're going for six or eight, 12 months, not making any money. You're just getting out of old stock because yes. sales have slowed and things like that, right? So timing is a huge factor. And, and this gentleman, I won't mention his name, but he's um, he just said to me, he said, my timing has been perfect. And that, you know, he's done extremely well. Yeah, just happened to be at the right place one, at the right time. One thing that I think that a lot of people don't recognize, you know, and I would like to say about somebody like Bob is, is that, uh, you know, you need to be, uh, I don't have somewhat of a warrior spirit, you know, to be an entrepreneur, to be a business person, because you are going to get beat up. I mean, there, it's just a matter of when, how much, and uh, will it come when you expect it, which usually it doesn't. Uh, you know, these people are out there creating opportunity for others at their own risk. And you, and many, many, many times, they're making a lot less money than the people they're employing. Mm-hmm. And the banks respect them less than the people that they're employing. <laughs> Somebody like Bob could go into to get a loan from a bank. The bank will tell him no but they will give loans to their employ- his employees that he's providing the money for. Yeah. Now, granted, his employees are, are part of the team and are helping or whatever, but Bob's the one taking the well, risk. And, yeah. I, and entrepreneurs, even worldwide, need to be respected for the risk they're taking uh, to improve their own lives and everybody else's. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the other thing, Bob, that um, I want to talk about is the fact that you know, you said every time you expanded, something happened and, and <laughs> stopped it from happening. You know, did you have things in place like, you know, a SWOT analysis? Uh, who who was your coaches? Who was your mentors? Well, not not did really. You, I, I, I did everything by myself. I had no yeah. family, no backing, no nothing. No right. You know, I was just straight out of school. I got the intermediate, you know. <laughs> that was about it, right? Yeah. But, you know, like everything I'd done, I'd done fairly well. Like I was captain of the, uh, the um, district soccer yep. team and all that sort of stuff, yep. you know. Um, I was top goal scorer in the second division of soccer in South Australia in the old days, you know, at, at, at 20, you know. Yeah. So everything I did was was pretty good. When, I, went, when I worked as a salesman, I was a yeah. top salesman. So all those sorts of things. But I never really had the business Acumen, ed, ed, yeah. education. That was yes. all self-taught, <coughs> self-learned. And being in the industry I was in, I didn't really trust talking to anybody else within the mm. industry. <laughs> because right. they're always trying to pinch your staff and do all right. that sort of stuff. You, right. you, you're top salesman. You never know whether he's going to still be there in a week. You yeah. Know? yeah. Things I was like in that. the same situation. Yeah. None of the degrees I have have anything to do with business. Mm. And I think that's how it is a lot of times. Mm. You know, the person's a self-starter like yourself. Mm. But, yeah. um, well, that's good to know because what we're talking about here on this program, and the reason why I've just introduced you into the program, was to let people know that we're going to bring you back and we're going to talk more about that whole system of, you know, being a self-starter, being, you know, top of whatever, but without the business background, you can't do it or you can't do it as successful as you could have been had you had the right mentors, the right coaches and the right people around you. And and that's what we want to talk about So because we, we've got to stop when we're – I want to introduce Matt a session now because this is what this is all about. So we're going to bring Bob Moran back in a couple of weeks' time and we'll, we'll go through – those particular issues and and how you were top in you know sales how you were top in your business how you were the top car sales person how your salespeople earned more money than most of the other salespeople all these things but 
the the thing that probably let you down the most, which you admitted, was the fact that you didn't have any mentors. You didn't. You did it all yourself. Mm. You know, and that's what Matt was saying as well earlier on. And now that's what makes Matt such a good coach because uh, Matt's been there, done that. You know, been up and down, up and down, up and down. So he knows the business and now he could make a good mentor you yourself would make a good mentor because you've always been a top you know i know, like I said, I know a lot of the mistakes yeah you, <laughs> you know a lot of the mistakes See, but, but the biggest mistake you made i suppose and I'm, I'm you know being quite blunt here was the fact that you tried to do it all alone well, you, you didn't have the right coaches or right mentors around you i did pretty well for a long while oh yes of course a, you and have there's a, re- there's a reason why i failed and it was yeah. totally out of my control i'm gonna tell you <laughs> well look We'll keep everybody in suspense and we'll come back and talk about that. So thank you very much for being with us. And now we're just going to cross over to Matt for his uh, motivational moments. Thanks, Matt. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. I want to talk briefly about the limits we put on ourselves. I'm going to do that by talking about arguably the greatest magician since the Industrial Revolution. Harry Houdini was a magician's magician. Some of the tricks he would do, he would be buried alive in chains, in a straitjacket and in a coffin and escape. One time he was sewn into the belly of a whale in a straitjacket and escaped. He would suspend himself above between two skyscrapers upside down in a straitjacket and escape. He would lock himself into a milk can full of water in a straitjacket with chains around it and escape. On another occasion, he was locked into a jail cell at Murderer's Row in Washington, D.C. He not only escaped from that jail cell, but then he switched all the other prisoners who were convicted of homicide to other jail cells. One thing Houdini did is he laid down a challenge and a cash reward to all the jails and prisons of the world that none could hold him. Several jails and prisons took him up on this offer. They never won the reward. He almost had to pay out once when a prison in England took him up on his offer. As Harry Houdini tells the story, he was thrown into the cell naked. He then coughed up a lockpick that he'd swallowed previously and started in on the lock of the jail door. Five minutes went by and he wasn't out. He was surprised because he usually escaped by then. 10 minutes went by and he thought to himself, man, This is a tough lock. I can't believe I'm not out. 30 minutes went by, and he's really shocked that he still has not been able to pick this lock. After an hour, he is very, very frustrated, cold, and angry. Two hours go by, and Harry Houdini slumps against the jail cell door in exhaustion and frustration, feeling beaten, and the door opens. It was never locked. The greatest magician of all time, the greatest escape artist of all time, almost defeated by an unlocked door. What did he learn from this? Well, you and I both know that if Houdini believed this door was locked and could not be opened, it was locked more securely than if he was buried alive, chained in a milk can, put in a straitjacket, hung upside down in stocks and put in water in Fort Knox, or in a Supermax prison. Again, think of it. The greatest escape artist of all time, almost defeated by an unlocked door. But we all do that, don't we? We have to realize there are two types of people listening to this story right now. One is the kind 
who will lock doors in their mind and believe they can't be opened and that it can't be done. The other kind is the kind of person who will not believe the doors are locked and will believe that they are locked, they can be opened and that they can accomplish their dreams and their objectives. The question, as always, is which one are you? At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Did you know that Podcast City can record your podcast right here in the studios of Radio Italia Uno on our professional recording equipment? Podcast City can also come to your location with our mobile studio. We can record just your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley, and you're listening to Happy Business with Peter Salerno. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for coming back and listening to us, and thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno and Happy Business Radio every Monday from 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno and, of course, Happy Business and Podcast City. So thanks to Ron for helping us out with Podcast City Adelaide. Now, of course, I just want to say thank you to our guests today. We had uh, Scott Stuns and Jamie Ramzan, who have put together a show with a couple of other magicians. There's Stephen Pryor and uh, Ryan Razzi. And the four magicians are, are doing a show 
and it's called M is for Magic. So look it up, M is for Magic on Facebook. at the 23rd, 29th and 30th of July and it's at Holden Street Theatre at 34 Holden Street, Highmarsh. If you go on Facebook at M is for Magic, you can uh, win a ticket just by putting your name and address and phone number in there or details in there anyway and they'll send you a ticket for two. So it's going to be a good, fun family show, so please go along and support them. There are four very, very good magicians, totally different, and they're all quite comical. They're a comedy magic show, and uh, Jamie does a, a mentalist show, uh, so it's really worth going to see for a family entertainment show. Now, of course, we've also had Matt McQuinley in with us as, as usual, and thanks for coming in, Matt. Pleasure's all mine, and I just want to do a quick plug for me. M is for, for magicians. Magic. M is for magicians. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I've seen all three of the four magicians uh, perform, and I tell you, they're great. You yeah. should uh, jump at the chance to go out there if, you have it, if you're available. Yep, or make yourself available, book it in, there's mm. plenty of time. Mm. So um, that's good. And of course, our other special guest today was a, just as a sneak preview is uh, Bob Moran. And uh, Bob Moran at the moment, besides being in the car yard and the car yard business and the motor industry business, he manages a young lady called Chelsea C. So you want to talk about that very quickly, Matt? Yeah, uh, sorry, yeah. Go. Bob, Bob, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, just uh, if I can, Peter. I just, um, as you just said, I'm managing Chelsea. That's C H E L hyphen C, and she's absolutely brilliant. She's doing a big uh, pink show at the Goodwood Institute on the 9th of July. So oh, wow. all well worth going to see. Absolute world class. Okay, no, uh, no worries. See, the other thing is, we'll have Bob come back and do a show with us, and we'll talk about all the things he learned in business and all the things he can help you in business. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. This is the most important thing. And, and Matt mentioned uh, a lot of things, you know, like th- that we can do and how we can learn from each other and share because, you know, what you learn in one business, it's not only applicable to that business it's applicable to other businesses and what you learn in one area you can use in another area and and by working together you you grow bigger and better you know and and that's why these four magicians have got together to do a show because individually they do great shows but together they'll do a great performance you know and it'll be much better and car yards or mattress factories and and uh, builders and you know all the different trades get together and become better so did you want to say something about that, Matt? I just want to say that I'm really excited to have Bob on. I, I think he's there's a lot I can learn from him. Yeah, I'm sure So I, I think, uh, I, I don't know, when when you're scheduled, is it next week or? Well, we're going to have to work it out because he's okay. a very businessman. Well, please check, check the Facebook yeah. uh, to find out when he's going to be on because I think we can all learn a lot from him. Yep, thank you. Yeah. And we've got to go. Thank you to everybody to listening to our show on Radio Italia Uno and, of course, on uh, Podcast City and on uh, Happy Business Radio. Until next time, thank you very much. Stay safe and talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.